Hey, Against the Call listeners, for all you super fans, we now have merch. They are soft and comfortable shirts. They're $25 and come with a free out-of-pocket sports and Against the Call sticker. Every purchase goes towards better equipment, merch, and better utilities for Against the Call and out-of-pocket sports. To purchase, contact either Michael or Nick. Hey guys, we are happy to announce we have our second sponsorship with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a mobile-focused ticket platform that enables users to buy and sell tickets for live sports, concerts, and theater events. Use code ATC for $20 off your first purchase. Hey, Against the Call listeners, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, and YouTube. There will be a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you tune into those. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone, to Against the Call. This is episode 56 and today we have such a solid lineup for you guys. We're going to go through our pregame as we always do at the beginning. Then we're going to have our Around the League segment, MLB. First week back from All-Star break, so I'm excited to hear what Michael has to say about all that. He's, you know he's a baseball guy. we got to give course, him some credit. Of course, of uh, yep. And then Around the League, NFL, there's a few things that are happening, some very big things. I know our friend over at Jay's Fifth Down Podcast is always giving the best stuff on NFL, so make sure to check him out. Quick he's our Woj in he's, our group chat. <laughs> he's our Woj. Yeah, he is, man. Uh, after that, we got our countdown, our most liked NFL players. We've been doing all the disliked for all the leagues, but now we are back with the most liked. Then we're going to have our Mount Rushmore, NBA six-man, we're also going to have start, bench, cut, sport, wait, okay, sport, sporting food. Okay, I see what you're saying here now. Our start, bench, cut with sports, food, and drinks, meaning, you know, we're going to have our prime Gatorade, Powerade, sports drinks, and also sports food that you might get at a game, hot dogs, burgers, tenders. We're going to do our uh, start, bench, cut for that. That's new, you know. We're, it's we're a different edition. It I, is. I get a little creative out here. <laughs> the dog days of summer really hit us at this point. <laughs> Um, but then after that, we're going to have our sport of tomorrow. It's back. Ostrich racing. Can't wait yeah. to hear what Mike has planned for that. We're going to end it off with our draft day, best cartoon characters, and then our post game. So let's jump right into the pregame. Michael, yeah. how you been? I've been great. I just, before we get started, uh, me and Nick were talking about this earlier today, man, world of t-shirts. Josh is going crazy out <laughs> in New York. <laughs> He's like full on attacking people at this point, and he's almost got hit by that car. He's literal, a uh, literally an NPC, dude. He like yeah. threw that box in the video you sent. He wants some more as he's running <laughs> away. And that's the thing, though. People are saying if he, if there's not a character like him in GTA Six, and I'm not playing, it, <laughs> it's perfect for GTA. It really is. I think it's a GTA like game when I'm watching it. Yeah, and I mean he fits right into New York. I'm like I'm seeing that. I'm like it's that's New York. You know? That's Josh. He's, he is the king of New York. He's yeah. the king of the city. <laughs> like kicks. Yeah. <laughs> they're the exact same comebacks you unemployed piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) but yeah his whole life is tiktok exactly (laughs) i don't know he he surprises me but anyways for the pregame uh thank you guys for tuning in to the day's episode make sure you guys are leaving a like subscribing uh, and all that good stuff going over to our socials links are in all of our descriptions whether you're on spotify apple podcast or the youtube and uh yeah if you're on the youtube make sure to keep getting that subscriber count up let's hit 500 soon um and as we mentioned before it is the dog days of summer so there's not a whole lot that is going on but we are so excited for next month when we can really start pumping out all the good football content against the call lives on football content so we're excited to get back there but let's jump into our first segment right off the bat around the league mlb first week back from the all-star break yeah it's uh it's interesting that after like seeing the beginning of the season versus now, like there's these teams that just was going off and now they just aren't first off. Not going to say this team cause it's not a big surprise. I mean, they're still doing great. The uh, Rays, they dropped to second place in the East behind the Orioles. That's a surprising thing. The Orioles in first place. Wow. No one saw Yankees that at the bottom. Yankees <laughs> at the bottom. That's, that's really the opposite. Everyone thought the Orioles oh, would be yeah. the bottom. Yankees would be at the top, but that's not how it is. And then over here at the uh, NL, the Pirates at the bottom Let's of go. the division. Let's go. I mean, sorry for my boy, my favorite NF, uh, Sorry, my favorite MLB player, G-Man Choi. I'm sorry, but I was watching the game today as we were filming this. There was a Pirates-Guardians game. I saw Choi hit just a straight line drive. It was beautiful. Beautiful hit. But uh, they were like 
so hyped up at the beginning of the year. Like, it's mm. a Pirates doing this good. Are we yeah, going to see a Pirates, in the league. Pirates versus Rays World Series? Nope. <laughs> nope. Now the Cardinals are not at the bottom anymore. Let's go. And also, the Cardinals have been faring up pretty decently this time around with the Marlins. Yeah, that's uh, I could see that. And uh, the Reds are having an amazing year as well. They're two and a half games back now behind the Brewers. But that the first place and second place of the Central is going back and forth. And then the Dodgers are back at the top at the 55-40 record. Diamondbacks dropped down two places, being in third place in the division, but only two games back. Two games back, and the Padres still ten games back. What a what a disappointment for them. I mean, nothing really surprising in the East going on. Uh, the Angels, however, they are going into a slump, go heading back into the AL, the AL Central. It's this AL Central. Barely uh, the first place team is still under every team in the East. The worst division in baseball. That's all you gotta. Nothing really changed there. But in the AL West, Rangers leading it. Astros, Mariners, Angels in fourth. Angels just hit uh, 500 again. Bro, they are going through a slump right now. Is Otani going to the Rays? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think even Rays fans believe he would go there. It's a wild card destination. That was my next point is Otani is apparently on the trade block. And uh, finally, where will he go? I mean, the big names are Dodgers, Yankees, Braves are all the big names. But uh, I don't see him going to any of them. Honestly, I can see uh, teams like the Mariners, the Giants, the Orioles, or even the Mets, because I think they, I mean, the Yankees and Dodgers obviously have a lot to give, but these these teams have more in the farm system that would be more fitting for the Angels. So I can see, especially the Mariners and the Orioles, an amazing farm system in there. They can give some of their, they would give up their top five prospects, probably top three to five prospects. Mets have a mix of both. They can give players now and prospects. Which brings up one of my next points I want to talk with you about. I pray that Otani doesn't go to the Mets because there's something going on there that's a little bit of a curse, I feel like. I feel like they just can't get over the hump. I don't know if it's because Frank the Tank is in the stands or he's just always a fan, but I don't know what's going on, but they can't even... I mean, they're looking like the A's at some points during the season. Can't, can't catch yeah. a routine, pop fly. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's bad. But, uh, I mean they're not going to make the playoffs look based off how they're playing right now. They can't catch a break. Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer just aren't doing it. Uh, based off there's, there's injuries and there's that the new pitch clock pitchers don't like some pitchers don't like just doesn't work well with them. Mets are cursed though. They're the cursed New York team, but honestly the Yankees are kind of cursed too. They get these all-star teams and still get out in the playoffs, not even make the world series, but maybe it's New York. Maybe just New York's cursed. I don't know. I don't know about New York being cursed. (laughs) I mean, they have some teams that are just not great, but I mean, they've had teams with a lot of success, including the Yankees. No, I'm saying like uh, maybe they're cursed from winning a championship right now, like baseball wise. Oh, and baseball, baseball. New York teams and baseball. Possibly. I mean, when was the last time that the Yankees won? 2009. 2009. And they won last time, but they haven't been since 2009 and they hit these all-star caliber teams. And they don't even make it to the World Series. They lose in the first round, second round, every year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. Uh, it, it's just like, you know, the kings have fallen, man. It's just the dynasties. It's those fans. Fallen. Those fans deserve not to get it to even go to the World <laughs> Series. Actually, I like the Mets. I don't mind, I mind the Mets. But uh, the Yankee fans, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, I feel like the Mets are like the good children of New York. <laughs> like, I, I never have had like any. I mean, yeah, there's the Bronx, is the Yankees, and then Brooklyn. Mets play in Brooklyn, I'm pretty sure. City Field's in Brooklyn, I think. I'm pretty sure. But uh, the Bronx, dude, there's, that's not a great area. It really isn't. I mean, and it's funny to see, like, you know, how New York reacts to, like, the. Uh, Brooklyn- City Field's in Queens, my bad. Queens, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's funny how like NBA fans react to like the Nets to all of them that are in New York. They just despise most of them despise the Nets. Yeah. Um, everybody's, you know, pro Knicks there and everything like that. But anyways, anything else for uh, MLB? Nothing really. Just the big Otani news. We'll see where he goes, but nothing else really. Yeah. Uh, you know, as we get closer to October, of course, we'll be 
you know, keeping you more updated on all the big news of MLB. But let's head into our next segment around the league, NFL. Yeah. Um, a lot of, uh, there's actually a lot of news going on. Big news, not a lot, but there's big news happening. We'll start off with this one DeAndre Hopkins signing with the Titans on a two year deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot that even happened, if I'm being <laughs> honest, because it was just such a. It was out of the blue for me because I'll tell you right now, I'm sitting there and I see all these reports about it, rumors, as they always are. And I'm just like, there's just no way. Why? Um, just like, why? Money. I mean, yeah, but like he wanted to go to, I mean, that's where all-star wide receivers go to die. It feels yeah. like. It feels like. Well, <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, we're, you're really only thinking of Julio Jones. And I mean, he didn't even do that good on the Bucks either. Yeah. So... There, and there's been obviously great wide receivers for Tennessee. Look at AJ Brown. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, yeah, the, it's so crazy. And I mean, obviously, he didn't go to the Patriots. I guess they didn't have enough money or something. I don't know why they the Patriots didn't. They had the money for it. They could have done that. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> it happens every Michael every year. <laughs> every year this happens. <laughs> I gotta hold on. I'm trying to find every <laughs> year we see a good wide receiver in a Patriots jersey, and it hap- hasn't happened since Randy Moss. <laughs> There's and up. even then, he didn't win a Super Bowl. Do you think maybe Randy Moss is a curse for that? All these big names trying to not go into that. Maybe that's why we Bill just, Belichick doesn't want to sign a big name wide receiver. Maybe, maybe we keep throwing curse around. I'm not trying to say everything's cursed. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is curse is the Bills, though. Yeah, that that's a uh, for I sure. I truly believe team. that. Uh, they don't ever have a, a Super Bowl, unfortunately. <laughs> At this point, no. <laughs> nah. Yeah, but in other news. Uh, well, say, wait, wait, oh. wait, wait, wait. How do you think the Titans are going to fare up now with DeAndre Hopkins? Just like how the Cardinals did yeah. last year. I mean, I mean, one, Kyler one, had a lot of injuries. Yeah, but I mind, mean. And a lot of Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of updates uh, went down. I mean, I, I like Ryan Tannehill. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I mean. They don't have anything else other than Derrick Henry, and that's through it's two players. They have two of the best players in the, at their position, yes, but I mean, two players can't carry a team. Yeah, I mean, I'm not uh, going to sit here and like act like I know the Tennessee defense because I, that's something I haven't dived into. But I mean, as far as last year goes, I mean, this team isn't. It's not terrible. I, it's not terrible. I'll I'll give them that. But I th- I think that with DeAndre Hopkins, I'm looking at them and I'm saying they can definitely compete more than they could have without him in the AFC South. Yeah. I think I still think the Jaguars are probably going to win the division. I'm still saying the Jaguars too, but I'm seeing I'm saying that now I could see the Titans getting that second spot. I think that as far as the AFC South goes, and once we get closer to the football season, we'll give all of our full predictions. But I think that literally every single team that is under the Jaguars could go anyway. I I yeah, I can see that too. At the end of the day, I I actually, I actually can't say. I don't know right now who would become second third fourth i i will stick with jaguars winning but i don't know who would be second third fourth in that division now with hopkins i, I could yeah i could see them being second they can probably get with Tannehill healthy yeah and Tannehill athlete healthy i feel like he gets a little bit too much disrespect yeah i think he's not as bad as people say i don't think he is either would you would you say he's better than daniel jones <laughs> uh, I'd put them on the same level. I'd put them on the same level. Okay, but who would I take? I'd take Dan Hill over Daniel Jones with that contract. <laughs> yeah, fair. I if mean, money like, was involved. Yeah, yeah. So I'm take. Don't get me. I'm not even gonna get started on that. Get Zach Levinson on this podcast. We'll talk about that next soon, time. <laughs> bro. We're gonna have a lot of good guests for you guys when football season comes around. Yeah, but uh. In other news, uh, huge news to, is running back situation right now. Saquon Barkley and the Giants cannot come to an agreement, and he may sit out a few games with the running backs uh, standing up with Saquon because they aren't getting enough pay. Yeah, we're going to see a little running back strike happening. Yeah, there might be a... Look out for fantasy, guys. I mean, we weren't even going to start picking running backs anyways after last year. I was. I'm picking a running back first pick. No, you're not. I always are you pick, are you joking with me right now? I don't know. Am I? You okay. really think I'm going to tell you my? Okay. Uh, well, we don't even know our picks <laughs> yet for our fantasy, but as we all, I'm not stupid. I mean, at wide receivers are going first. Let's be right. 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 Yeah. Who are you picking, Derrick Henry? I mean, you got him as your offense player of the year. Whatever. 
<laughs> I mean, now we can. Now, 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 now they have not, a worse now receiver. They have a, now he's, they're not going to be focusing all their all the defense on Derrick Henry. I mean, the enemy team opposite teams aren't going to be focusing everything on Derrick Henry. Yeah, but also that DeAndre Hopkins is still going to be getting yards from Derrick Henry away I mean, from Derrick Henry. AJ Brown was on that team when Derrick Henry won Offensive Player of the Year. Okay, well, also AJ Brown. I mean, at the time, like, are you really trying to say AJ Brown is like DeAndre Hopkins? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know what this act is, but just carry on, man. Yeah, it, the, I don't know what's up, but um, yeah, with Saquon, very, very interesting. Just the whole situation in general. I mean, I think I saw something the other day. The average pay for a kicker is like 2.1 mil this season. And, yeah, and yeah, this upcoming season. And now the running back average pay is 900k. <laughs> Is that not crazy? That is crazy. Uh, I think Ramondre Stevenson this year is making just over a million for the Patriots. Wow. Uh, two years ago, Damian Harris was making nine hundred thousand. Last year, he made uh, like just the same thing, just over a million. Leonard uh, Leonard Fournette, I think he had made like two. He two had million, two million. Yeah, two million had, season. Yeah. Uh, I know Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. They're making good money, but they're the best running backs in the game. But I mean, Saquon deserves that much. Uh, yeah, of course, he's one of the best running backs. He's arguably a top three, definitely yeah. a top five yeah. running back. And that's the thing, though, is um, with these running backs, their focus is, you know, they're not durable enough. Like they're not. They would rather put their resources into a kicker that they would have for decades. Yeah, and uh, running back is you can get injured really easily. Yeah, and I mean one of the best cases for this whole running back scenario in my head, my head goes straight to Todd Gurley. Oh, yeah. One of the best running backs I've ever seen, honestly, at the NFL level. That's just me personally. And then fell off the uh, fell off the world. After that Nobody talks about him anymore. Yeah. And I mean he bounced to I think the Falcons. They barely used him. Yeah, and then he got made fun of for it. Yeah, <laughs> that one it, play. It's just like I, I feel bad for the running backs because the running back is such a vital position in the NFL. Um, but yet, like this doesn't fully surprise me that it's happening because of they want to put their resources elsewhere. I mean, yeah, look at and, Zeke. Yeah, and look how much these quarterbacks are getting paid, which is deserved. Don't get me wrong, but mm, you, Daniel Jones. Okay, not Daniel Jones, obviously, but <laughs> I'm talking situation. about Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. uh, you know, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, getting these like paydays or future paydays. That's obviously deserved. The whole, pretty much the whole football team revolves around a quarterback. Yeah, obviously that's the most important position. On but the, the running field. back, you need a running, you need a running back. If not one running back, you definitely need two in your backfield. So it doesn't surprise me, and I mean as sad as that sounds, but at the same time, like it's not deserved at all. I don't see why a kicker would be getting paid more than a running back. You get paid to kick a ball. I'm not saying that's like easy or anything. Obviously, I, mean, I kind of do it, but I'm not like Ninja, you know, Ninja is like, <laughs> you get paid to kick a ball. Like I'm not saying that, but your main goal is to, you know, kick a ball. Whereas far this, the, yeah, far. Whereas the running back is putting his life on the line. Like that's how most sports most. is. Yeah. I mean, you have to go through literal walls of men (laughs) push through that. Yeah. I mean, they're scared they might get hurt. I mean, you can look at Christian McCaffrey when he signed that big contract with the Panthers. He got hurt right off the bat. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, I mean, maybe I don't think they should get paid as much as quarterbacks, or honestly, I don't think they should get paid as much as wide receivers, but I think they should get paid up there. Yeah. Like at least over 10 mil a year for a good running back mm-hmm. like Saquon I think they offered him 15 mil a year somewhere around that range it's very good it's very good but I I mean what's Christian McCaff- let me look at McCaffrey's uh contract right now I mean also with a contract you got to think about how much these running backs are moving around I mean I feel like you know Every year, I'm trying to see who's the new running back for this. Who's the new running? I mean, look at Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's not even going to be stars, like one or two on that field for the Chiefs next year. Damn. Yeah, that's true. And he got a lot of hype his rookie year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he even started great the first half of the season last year. That's why. That's why. Like as a Patriots fan, I've I've realized not to get hooked to a running back because what they do is literally just get a a rookie running back for four years and let them do their thing. And then when they need to get paid, all right, you can go. 
He's learned from the Sony Mich- Michelle. Jersey. Sony Michelle, and then I mean, literally anyone. There was Laguerre Blunt, mm-hmm. uh, Sony Michelle, Damian Harris. Other than James White, <laughs> yeah, he's the only running back that the Patriots really like stuck because he was a he was like a wide receiver running. Am back. I wrong? But was Rex Burkhead on there? He was. Yeah. Okay. He was really cheap though. Like he was a yeah, he was a running back two, running back three. He's been he's been cheap. Yeah, I think he's still in the Texans. Could be wrong. I'm pretty sure. So, uh, his base. Oh, damn! <laughs> Actually, uh, McCaffrey's base salary this year is going to be one million. Wow! And then ne- next year will be eleven million, and 2025, 12 million. Mm. Dang! They actually <laughs> that's not a lot at all for McCaffrey. What about Derrick Henry? Like that's okay. This is the best running back in the league, arguably. Fucking come on! Slow Wi-Fi, guys. Slow Bro, Wi-Fi. we we need our producer. <laughs> That's what uh, um, Luke has been saying on the uppercut. Yeah, I, I I listened to it a few weeks ago, and I heard it's like, "Yo, we need Nick." <laughs> he said on the last podcast, "It's like Nick is on his sixteenth vacation of this." <laughs> 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 but uh, with Derrick Henry. This year he's making ten million. Oh, is this his last year? On, oh no, it doesn't know what he's making next year. Or the year after that, though. <laughs> last year he made four million. The year before that, ten. That's yeah. I mean, he's, still, he's getting solid numbers for running back. Yeah, four year, fifty million contract is what he signed. Yeah, I mean, damn. I mean, they aren't making a lot. Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. He deserves more than that. But uh, but there's also but, there's players that. Like take pay cuts to build around their team. Mm-hmm. So, Derek, I mean not Derek, running backs do deserve more. I see why there there's probably gonna be like some sort of small strike going on. Saquon, we probably won't see. Take notes, fantasy owners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our fantasy analysis don't take Saquon Barkley in the first round. <laughs> That's who John will probably pick. So. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to hype up players to John to pick. I, this is how I mentally uh, finesse his team. He won't. He'll pick Mike Evans first. No, we're, I mean, Tom Brady's going to leave, but somehow he'll pick Tom Brady first. <laughs> <laughs> I think you still can do that. Oh, yeah, because it's yeah. like three years after for fantasy. Yeah, because you could still pick up like Drew Brees. I remember that. <laughs> Picks um, Tom Brady in the first pick. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he's coming back. Maybe John knows something we don't. Dude, I, now, even if it's Tom Brady, like, he's not the best wide <laughs> quarterback. Yeah, he really let me down in one league last year. But anyways, let's move on. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, there was some other small news. Leonard Fournette sticking with the running backs. Uh, he's working out with the Patriots. Uh, he's had interest ever since he's left the Jaguars. Like every offseason, he's gone to the Patriots to work out. Uh, and then also in running back news, Joe Mixon restructures his contract to stay with Cincinnati. Damn, they really just took more money away from a running back right there. Mm-hmm. He's good, too. He is a really good running back. And then Matthew Stafford uh, declined to restructure his contract with the Rams. But uh, that's all the big news that's going on right now in the NFL. There's also one more thing. Tua Tagovailoa getting a full arm sleeve to t- uh, tattoo. What? I didn't see that. Yeah, he's going to be re- – it, it's already been hinted at. Like, you can see – like, he's said it himself too. But it's been hinted at. You can see, like, from his long – he's been wearing a lot of long sleeves. He's going to show it off, I guess, at, like, one of the fall camps or something like that or preseason, some something like that. I don't really remember. But, yeah, he's got a full tribal – arm sleeve tattoo that's gonna be so fire uh, that's pretty cool i'm not gonna lie that's yeah. pretty sick i sent a a reel earlier today about it and it was basically just saying like put all your money for him to win mvp <laughs> nah <laughs> <laughs> no thanks <laughs> still gonna be better than the patriots let's move on to uh our countdown here most liked nfl players yeah this is a i thought this was a pretty good one we'll want to do the thing that we've done the past couple yeah yeah uh, sure all right, but I'll start us off. I have an honorable mention real quick. I put Jason Kelsey. I mean, he's super liked. You can say both the Kelsey brothers. But uh, at my five, I went with Christian McCaffrey. I think the only people that don't like Christian McCaffrey is if you are you just hate the 49ers. Or if you play against him in fantasy. Yeah, if you play against him in fantasy, you're going to hate him. But, like, no one really hates McCaffrey. He's like nothing. He doesn't talk shit. He doesn't. Like uh, all he does is beat beat you in fantasy. That's the only thing people can have him. He's actually like, he's like a cool dude. Like I see him in interviews. He's like just chill. Mm-hmm. I just think he's a 
I don't really see people like hate on him personally. Like I see yeah, other players. No. And like even when he like underperforms, there's not really a lot of hate. Yeah, either. no. The only I mean, people like he got hurt other a lot. Than, like Panthers fans, you know, here and there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but they're yeah. struggling with a lot, so I gotta give him some slack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I really just don't see anyone hate on him. Yeah. So uh for my honorable mention, Hidden Hooker. Um, he's, not, like, uh, <laughs> he's currently in the league, uh, but I can't have him on this list because he hasn't like took the field yet, um, or even preseason yet. So, this is my honorable mention. <laughs> at my number five, I have Mister Jober. Jober, there Joe we Burrow. go, man. Yeah, how yeah. can you hate this guy? I mean, he's, he's loved just... by every single race, every single <laughs> gender. I mean. There, there's no man money. pulled Livy Dunn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're looking, he's he's a good looking dude. Let's be honest. <laughs> Smoking here. cigar, yeah, all these fire pictures. I mean, how can you hate this guy? And I mean, I I started you know liking Chiefs, this dude. Chiefs hate him. Chiefs fans don't like him. Yeah, Burrowhead. Yeah, they, they hate that. <laughs> and he didn't even make that up. That's <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> um, but. I mean, I've liked him since college. You yeah. Know? I, I mean, he's he's a cold guy. Like he he's the definition of cold. Like you yeah. look, he's the villain. Like he really is. In he's a villain cases. that's super humble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He can either be the Batman or he could be. I don't really want to say the Joker because Joker's kind of crazy, but you know, he can be the Batman or he can be the bad guy. Like it's just however you look at him, and either way, he's gonna do it with poise and just be the Batman attitude. or he can be the Thanos. Yeah, or the <laughs> Thanos. Yeah, that's good. Good analogy there. But uh, yeah, actually, I have him at four. At my number four is Joe Burrow, and I mean, I'm happy to say that us uh, UCF made him. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and that too, you know, we made him. Like <laughs> we made him who he is today. Uh, me and John the other day, we actually went back and like watched the highlights of that game. We watched that hit on Joe Burrow. We we're like, you know, that had to have hurt. I mean, um, yeah, we got him prepared. He's like taking those hits like crazy now while he's yeah. on the Bengals. His entire <laughs> career. Yeah, bro, that really knocked some sense into him, made him Heisman winner. So you're welcome. You see, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, my number four is Joe Burrow, super humble dude. Other than uh, Chiefs fans that don't like him for something he didn't even say, <laughs> it's I mean, and they don't like him because he beats them. Yeah, like, other than last year, well, last year was a little controversial. Should have won that game. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's my forward about you. Uh, so my four is somebody that has mentioned Burrowhead, Travis Kelsey. Um, I mean, how can you not like this guy? I mean, he, he is not liked by some people, but I like him for the sole fact that, I mean, there's a lot of tight ends in the league that just like you like, you know, Mm -hmm. and I texted you before, uh, asking like if it was current or like past and in the future, we'll do a pass. And I'll tell you right now, one of my passes is going to be Rob Gronkowski. That was who I was going to put on this list. Yeah. Who can hate him? And Travis Kelsey kind of has that same sort of attitude. He's a fun spirited guy. Like there's nothing that really gets him down. And I mean, even though, you know, sometimes you're watching that thing where he's like calling out the governor of Cincinnati and some people might not like that. I think it's funny. Like, mm-hmm. I think that he was like, bro, head my ass, like all that. Like, not a lot of guys would get on the microphone and say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he has like proven himself time and time again where it's like he really could be in the conversation for one of the best tight ends if he keeps this up, like at the end of his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's obviously the best tight end in the league right now. Um, and you know, for him to like do all this with people saying the tight end position is dying, this just makes it even better, uh, for Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And I mean, obviously you've seen the clip him at the white house. He's like, I've been waiting a long time for this. (laughs) Like who knows what he was going to say? Oh, actually I did watch what he was going to say. Um, it was on their own podcast. I think he was just going to say something like I've always wanted to like be at the presidential podium or something like that. But Patrick Mahomes, little baby, (laughs) stupid freaking loser had to take him away. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I actually like Patrick Mahomes. But anyways, <laughs> so yeah, Travis Kelsey is on there for me. Yeah, it's a solid pick. Uh, I don't – one thing, I don't think he's the most liked tight end in the league. I mean, he's not the most liked, but I'm. this is my list. Yeah, I just – that's a good point. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. But at my three, I have a Atlanta Falcons player right now, Cordero Patterson. Uh Really? Yeah, like uh, he got like his year. He stepped up and became the, a really good running back fantasy wise, and just for the Falcons after the Todd Gurley. Like, I saw a lot of people like happy for this guy because he was always pushed out of the side as a backup. He was on the Patriots for a season, and then when he became went to the Falcons, had that off like super went off that year. I saw everything like people like they're so happy for this guy. Like he, no one 
like hates him. Mm-hmm. They just wish for the best for him because he's not a guy that uh is a dick <laughs> at the in the sport. And uh, I just I'm it's tough that he's not going to be running back one this year, even though he's he's good enough to be. I think I uh, he has the potential, but he's more of like a utility player. It seems like he's like a James White type of running back. He can play wide receiver at times, but uh, I only see good things come out of him. I don't see anyone hate on him. I don't see any uh, division rivals hate on him. But, uh, yeah, that's my three. You know what college you went to? No. Tennessee. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's why I, I mean, it's a surprising pick, but I definitely see why you picked him. At my number three, um, you know, I had Joe Burrow on there for being so cold. You know, he's got that, like, swagger to him, right? Mm-hmm. Number three, has a he has a – He's changing the game in the way that he's having Obviously, swagger. Mac Jones. Okay, nah. <laughs> that I don't know what he you know, he's a little pansy. He kinda does that little oh little thing that you know you know that picture. Um but no. Uh Justin <laughs> Jefferson at my number three. Inventor of the gritty, I think. I don't know. I don't think he's that big. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that we'll say he is. <laughs> um but you know, he definitely made the gritty like a big thing. And I mean, who like he's a cold man too. Like all the pictures of him. He's got it going on. He's made his own image, and mm-hmm. that's what I respect about him. Also, like he's got to carry the Vikings all the time. <laughs> Give him respect for that. Um, one of the best wide receivers in the game. Also, he helped me out in fantasy, so shout out to him, of course. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Justin Jefferson is on there. He He's just a beloved guy, and I just had to put him on this list. Yeah, I saw him on a couple lists I was looking at. But uh, for my number two, I have who I think is the most like tight end in the league now, and that's George Kittle. Uh, yeah. uh, he is. I mean, he's. All the tight ends are just like the top three tight ends. Of, like past couple of years was Gronk, Kittle, and Kelsey. All of them like have like, the same personality. They're like the same person. They make these jokes. They joke around with their teams. No one hates them. I don't see anyone hate on these top top tight ends. Uh, I mean, I I do see people hate on Kelsey at times and Kittle. Yeah, I actually haven't se- I haven't seen much on Kittle. I've seen like Kittle get a little hate for like just like. It's not like as much hate for himself. It's just like stuff he's like said, like with Jimmy Garoppolo, just like you know, wearing his shirt and all that. Like some oh, people, like standing up for his teammate. Some people like just don't like that. Uh, I that's weird. That's stupid. Some people like are making fun of him for like you know having him on his own shirt and like shit like that. No, I I I like him because of that because he stands up for like his uh QB one. Whoever he thinks QB one, he's gonna stick up for him. I respect that. Uh, he and he works with what he got. And also, Chiefs fans don't like him because people. There's people that say George Kittle's better than Kelsey at times. Yeah, and that's why. But uh, yeah, I have George Kittle too. Yeah, super solid. I mean, George Kittle is a really fun guy. I I personally love like you know the whole like him and Jimmy G thing. I think it was funny, and now he's rocking with Brock Purdy. So shout out to him. Uh, but at my number two, it could have went. This this list could have had like a lot of names on it because I like just a whole lot of players in the NFL. It's very hard to like make you know a solid five list. But at my number two, I'm gonna go Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just like loyalty plays a big thing into liking players as well. Um, and, you know, with him being super loyal to the Bucks and he's making a Hall of Fame career with the Bucks. I mean, he's ultimately turned that pro uh, not program thing in college football. He's ultimately turned that franchise around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I gotta, I gotta like show love and respect to Mike Evans. I mean, he really is one of the best wide receivers in the game when he has a good arm thrown to him. I mean, he's had consecutive, I think nine or 10 years of thousand yards or plus. Yeah. He hasn't had a um, season under a thousand yards, which is just insane to think about. But you know, this list is more of like off the field and, you know, he's always kind of like doing things off the field. I think he's been Walton. Walt, he's, uh, been uh nominated for you know walter payton man man of the year yeah um for the bucks you know everybody picks a guy and he's uh been there before he, he's a great he's a great guy yeah but uh at number one i have a feeling we're on the same number one because it is i think is the most liked all around and that's jamal williams the running back oh uh, no it's not mine really yeah i I really thought this was the this was the easy one for me. Everyone loves Jamal Williams. I mean, I love him, but I I didn't really think about him honestly. He's so funny. At, like even like at, like before games, he goes up to the other team and they're just joking around with them. No player hates him. No mm-hmm. fan hates him. And uh, like you want him on your team. Yeah, you that's the type of player you want on your team. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. Very good at making team chemistry. He can easily build that up. Uh, I mean, look at the Lions. Is that without him last year. They wouldn't have done as good, I don't think. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he was amazing for them. He stepped up for when DeAndre Swift was out, and he he was good fantasy too. He did really good for fantasy. Yeah. But not uh, to mention just wearing the Naruto headband in the press conferences and talking about Pokemon. <laughs> and, uh, that one time he was like crying and then just straight up like stopped crying and started talking about like y'all doubted me like all this stuff. Like <laughs> I don't I don't remember what he said exactly, but it was funny. And then the, uh, Pat when they were asking him why he left the Packers that interview, he's like saying I didn't leave. They left me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, bro. Yeah, no, he's a great guy. I wasn't thinking about him, but yeah, really? I put him as an honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, wow. Then who's your number one? Number one may shock you. It really might. But um, as much as I hate Oklahoma, man, I love Baker Mayfield, and a Baker Mayfield is my number one. Really? Yeah. The most liked player in the NFL is Baker Mayfield. For me, yeah. Mm. I'm not. He's not liked by a lot of people <laughs> in the NFL. I'll tell you that. But. Uh, speaking of, you know, Oklahoma, my liking for him goes back to the Oklahoma days. I mean, when you look at the, like, the – have you ever seen him during the Kansas game? Uh, yeah, he was, like, on the, like, yelling at them, right? He's yelling at them and grabbing his nuts. That's what it was. And, That's what it was. And yeah. he was like, go back to playing basketball and right? all that <laughs> stuff. I mean, not only that, but, uh, you know, he planted the um, Oklahoma flag in – Dang, what game was that? I, I forgot, but he planted the Oklahoma flag. And, I mean, that can be seen as disrespectful, but I think it's funny, honestly. <laughs> I mean, if it happened to my team, yeah, I'm out of disrespect. But, You'd be so depressed. <laughs> but, but, I mean, it's Baker Mayfield. I mean, he's just a fun guy. And, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but, uh, I mean, also, you know, be, liking the Browns and stuff, he really got me into, like, the Browns a lot. Like, I mean, I have his jersey, uh, his Browns jersey, and seeing him, like, you know, make it to the playoffs that year. Just incredible. He built that team up. I mean, he was basically like how Tim Couch was with the Browns. Yeah. Came in, was a game changer uh, his second year. And, I mean, Baker's – I just saw I saw a video today, man. He's shotgunning with a fan out on a golf course. <laughs> I mean, how do you not like this what guy? Yeah, and, I mean, you know, he got thrown to the Panthers, then thrown to the Rams, and now he's on the Bucks. So, I'm, you know, definitely, definitely rocking with him. I mean, his first game with the Rams, he did, he did good. I know. Mm-hmm. I remember, like that was a big talking point for us uh, yeah. when he came in, and uh, it's it's, it's he's, mean, he, he's a electric player. You yeah, know, he just, he just goes to recycle. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and I mean, I'm hoping that doesn't happen. Like with the Bucks, I mean, I'm hoping that he really finds his groove. Maybe he he definitely like wasn't supposed to be a first overall pick with the way he's played. Um, but you know, he's a Heisman winner, and. Um, He's just he's a fun guy, so that's why I had to pick him. I've always yeah. loved him. Super solid list right there. Yeah. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for the countdown of our most liked NFL players. We're heading to a Mount Rushmore. This week's Mount Rushmore is the best NBA six men of uh of ever. <laughs> of ever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You want me to start it off? Uh, yeah, sure. You can start it off. All right. So the number one face that has to go on this Mount Rushmore. We all know it. It's going to be on here. Give me the king of six, man, Lou Williams. I mean, literally the king. I'm, I remember growing up and I was like, this guy wins the award every year, it felt like. I mean, whenever he didn't win the award, I was like, Who's, who else is it going to? Lou Williams always coming off the bench, giving his best work. I mean, you know, his time with the Clippers was exceptional. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just he's an all-around great player. My number two, uh, he's kind of been more recent. Recent, I guess you could say. I mean, probably the past like five, six years. Jordan Clarkson is on my list as one of the best six men. I mean, when you got a guy who can come off the bench for any team, I mean, I think he did have a lot of starting with the Lakers because that team was so young. But what he's done with the Jazz, um, especially when they were they were like the one or two seed just a few years ago. Especially, I know they were really good in the bubble. Um, and Jordan Clarkson played a lot of, uh, you know, homage in that. He put that's not the right word, but he he played a big role. Sorry, he played a big role in uh, that Jazz team, and he's still putting up great numbers. So I got to put him on my list. Mm-hmm. I'm a number three. Give me one of the best ball hander ball handlers in the game, Jamal Crawford. He's you know. He was getting a little old, and of course he was getting that six-man role, but you know he's won the award one or two times, maybe more. Three I forgot, times. Three times. So I forgot to look at all that, but I remember him you know, being a great six-man. Uh, another guy who was a great six-man for the Clippers as well. Yeah. Um, you know, he's always been that guy. And uh, my number four, um, it could have went to different people. I'll tell you right now, I was thinking about picking Manu Ginobili, but he wasn't a six-man for a long time. Yeah, he was. Most of his career was a six man. 
Was he really? Mm-hmm. Only three out of the oh, 16. Oh, never mind. Career. I'm thinking about Tony Parker. Sorry, this is off the top of my head. That's my fault. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could have picked Manu Ginobili, but I got him mixed up with uh, Tony Parker. So <laughs> you can have him there if you want. But at my number four, I'll go with a guy who helped uh, another three-peat happen, Tony Kukoc, with the Chicago Bulls. Whenever I mean, I remember watching the Last Dance documentary, and his impact on the team was tremendous when he joined mm-hmm. um you know he was that shooter that they needed to come off the bench and he played a great role so i'll yeah. give him the four but you know you can have guys i think another one that i was planning on picking which you may have done i don't know yet but another guy i was planning on picking was james harden uh but he, he obviously really it, it wasn't that long you know it was only when so, he was in okc yeah that's why i didn't pick that yeah very very solid list from you uh, for me, uh, I have two of the same. I have obviously Lou Williams. Uh, you can a lot of people argue as him as the goat of the six man. Uh, I agree. Uh, he's won three six man of the year awards. He was a monster off the bench, like you said. He was like the best of the little guys in the league. Uh, he was mentored actually by Allen Iverson, and actually he has a song written by by him. Uh, Drake written a song about him called Six Man. Hey, yeah. in the six, bro. <laughs> but uh, you said everything about him already. But his career stats are 13 points per game, uh, 3.4 assists, and 1,100 plus games with 17 year career. Now, with the next one, I have uh, Jamal Crawford. He's also known as the GOAT of the six man. Uh, they both share the most awards at three. Uh, he had a killer crossover. He is a great teammate. He even won a uh, teammate of the year and known by many, like I said, as the GOAT. Uh, his career stats was 14 points per game, 3.4 assists, and 13 plus 100 games in a 20-year career. And then my next one I have, you mentioned him. You didn't have him on your list, though, is Manu Ginobili. Uh, he was crowned the sixth man of the year in 2008. He was he's introduced to the NBA. He introduced to the NBA the Eurostep, actually. Just uh, crazy to think of. Like, so recently, the Eurostep was just introducing the league mm. and he had one of the best left hands in the, the game has ever seen he's a hall of famer four-time champ two-time all nba two-time all-star and all, he's only was a starter for three out of the 16 years he's played and his career stats is 13.3 points per game 3.8 assists per game in 10 plus thousand games and he had a uh 16 year career yeah and then my last one uh, i went back into the the days and it's not super long. It was the 80s. Uh, Kevin McHale, Celtics. Yeah, uh, when he said, I'm going back, I was like, he's picking Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's he deserves it. He was a big part in those championship teams with Larry Bird. Uh, he won back-to-back six-man of the years in 1984 and 1985. He was a key contributor to the three championships in the 80s. A Hall of Famer, seven-time All-Star, three-time uh, champion. Um, his career stats, 17.9 points per game, seven rebounds in 13 years. Uh, I just think he was he deserves to be on this list because of how dominant he was with those teams. Mm. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's a great list. I can't believe I got that mixed up, but there's a lot been going on, so <laughs> I'm not really going to stress on it too much. But, of course, that was our Mount Rushmore for our NBA six man. Let's head into uh, one segment that we've done before, obviously, with Start Bench Cup, but – this time with no players. This time we're going to have our personal opinion on what we like and what we don't like as yeah. far as eating and drinking goes. And uh sport food slash drink edition. And I'm going to I'm not going to lie. I think we're going to agree on like all of these, honestly. Every single one? Yeah. Really? Mhm. Interesting. All right, let's start us off then with the first one. Prime, Gatorade and Powerade. Yeah. So, well, like I'm not saying that we're going to have like I think that we're all going to cut the same one. That's what I kind of meant. Okay. Um, but so I'll start us off here. Prime Gatorade Powerade. I'm cutting Powerade. Okay. I'm cutting Powerade. There's there's a few good flavors. It's it's always the one that you go to. It's if, not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. But it's always the one you go to if you like don't have Gatorade. <laughs> and like if the team mom ever brought you know Powerade, you're like ah oh, man, I was hoping it was Gatorade. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're like it's still Damn. good, but like. Just like the orange just isn't as good as the Gatorade. The purple. purple. The purple is the best power. Yeah, that's I'll what I was about that. to say. The purple is the best yeah. one. Also, the blue. blue honestly, I, I like the blue as well. Um, but, you know, the yellow wasn't as good as the Gatorade, obviously. Yeah, yellow I didn't like. You can't beat Gatorade's yellow. But, um, yeah. So, I'm going to obviously cut that one. Who I'm going to bench. I think I know this. 
Yeah, you know it. It's going to be Prime. Yeah. It's just... It, now, don't get me wrong, and I've told Michael this a million times. Like, Michael actually introduced me to Prime. He was all for it. It's really good. Like, don't get me wrong. It's really good, but I can't see myself, like, drinking it. Also, it's it's pretty expensive. I'm it, not gonna it, lie. It, it, it's expensive. <laughs> They're finessing um, you, but... Yeah, they really are. But, like, I just can't see myself drinking, like, like guzzling one down after, like, a hot summer day. It, I, it's... And I know there's not a lot of sugars in it, but it's sweet, but it's very sweet and it's like the coconut water, I think. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I love them. I wish I could try every flavor. I tried like the moonshot one or whatever it's called. Have you tried the so strawberry, good. the pink one? No, I haven't. That's the best one. I got to try it. I mean, the one, the blue ones that you've given me pretty good. Now the lime one. I remember the first time I introduced you to blue. You said this was terrible. You're like, this is not good. Yeah. It, ha- it had to like, I'm not going to like say that wasn't true. Yeah. It has to like really get you. You have to get used to it cause it's sweet. Yeah, and I, I was expecting more of that like Gatorade, like athletic kind of drink flavor. Yeah, and it I, was, was, I remember I introduced it to him and John. They're sitting yeah. there, they tried it. They're like, "This is not good." But well, I mean, I'm, I'm still sticking with my main point, which Gatorade is better, and so I'm going to start Gatorade, especially for sports drinks. I mean, yeah, Prime has taken over a lot of like official sports drinks. I'll give them that. Arsenal, but, Barcelona, yeah, UFC, yeah. of course. UFC. But I mean, like Gatorade still is the big dog in the sports drinking world. I know Prime is relatively new, but Gatorade is still so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah, especially. And I'm looking at more of this as like what you want to drink when you're like sweaty and you've been working, working out, playing sports. It's Gatorade. Interesting. For me. I'm cutting Powerade as well. I agree with you. Uh, I mean, it's good. I'll drink it any day. Uh, if you hand it to me, sure, I'll have it. But uh, it's not as good as the others two. I'm benching Gatorade. I know you. I knew uh, you were. <laughs> I knew you were. It's just, I, it's I just really, crazy. I really like Prime though. I I don't like their energy drinks, but I don't like energy drinks. I like their uh, yeah. Their, Which their energy drinks aren't bad. I did I, see I something just, with the FDA, which I'm kind of like, crap. I drank that. But no, it was like in Canada. Uh, and then they came out. We don't even produce in Canada because, like, like they so don't. It's fake. They, it's fake. It was okay. like they don't officially produce in Canada. But uh, I'm benching Gatorade. I love Gatorade. I'll drink it any day of the week. It's it's good. It's it's good. But uh, I'm starting Prime. I I can drink Prime all the time. It's something I like. I can supplement it and drink it. Like when I'm at the gym, I I bring it to the gym when I have it. I think it's 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 just really good to me. It's like there's not a lot of sugar, but it's sweet. It has taste. It doesn't taste like colored water. Like Powerade at times can taste like just flavored water. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's why I put Powerade at cut. Gatorade doesn't. doesn't do that. But like I would rather take Blue Prime over Blue Gatorade. I think it's better. I'd rather take I'd rather take Purple Prime over Purple Gatorade. (laughs) I'd take more Prime flavors than I would Gatorade. Like there's flavors like uh, actually is there a green Gatorade? I'm pretty sure. A green Gatorade, yeah. I mean, there's there's yeah, a few different. There's that one. I there's like, like I like green Gatorade better than green Prime. Like the green apple, I'm pretty sure is what it's called. Yeah, the green apple. They also got that like cucumber, which is is bad. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. That's bad. <laughs> that I mean, that one's yeah. not good. But like, uh, I I'd rather drink Prime any day over Gatorade. I li- I'm not hating Gatorade though. Like I can see yeah, why people you put got it over your own it. taste buds. You know, you, you know, you got your own taste buds. Yeah, what can you do? yeah. But uh, that's the first one. The next one is hot dog hamburgers and tenders when i was made this list i was thinking you're going to a baseball going to a football basketball game and what am i what are you getting first of all i'll start off on this one cutting this i don't know if this is because i actually don't know how it's gonna go i'm cutting a hamburger because i never get a hamburger at a game ever never football football baseball basketball not not getting a burger Oh, I put actually put this wrong on my list. And I'm benching tenders. At baseball games, I do get tenders more. Football games, I don't. Basketball games, I don't. But uh, tenders is a solid bench. Uh, I like eating them at games. They're always a good go-to. Unlike hamburgers, I feel like they could be bad at some places and they're just not good. But I'm obviously starting a hot dog. I can get a hot dog anywhere. Hot dogs are just a go-to thing, in my opinion, at a, at a game. Whether it's at a baseball park, growing up. I would go after a game, get a hot dog. When I'm at a football game, cheap hot dog, boom, fills you up. Uh, but yeah, that's my star bench cut. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually cut burger as well. I mean, who really gets a burger out of sporting <laughs> event? Like, I mean, I see a lot of people get burgers. I mean, this other so, than tailgates. Yeah, tailgates is tailgates. You got the burger. You got the grill going, of yeah, course. So I, you got the burgers. You know, you got the plates with the chips and everything like that. But I mean, yeah, I do see people in burgers, but that's not like the main thing. Um, so yeah, and then chicken tenders. I'm gonna bench them as well because. There's a lot of people that, you know, that's just their go-to. They're always going to pick chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. And um, chicken tenders are just easy because how I'm seeing it is more of, I mean, obviously you can hold the burger in one hand, but sometimes the burgers get messy. You need two hands, yeah. right? That's why you got to start the hot dog. Because <laughs> the hot dog, you got the drink right here. Hold on, let me act like I'm at a Rays game or something. So you got the you UCF got the. Game. <laughs> I'm trying to think professional here, Mike. So you got the drink here with you know, a little Pepsi logo on it or whatever. <laughs> then you got the hot dog right here. And you can hold it like this, you know. Oh, drink. Like that. <laughs> it's not like you got the burger where it's kind of like you got to take a big <laughs> bite. It's like the game. more. <laughs> <laughs> Just chilling there. And another thing, too, is, you know, you mentioned UCF. Dude, students get like $1 or $2 $1 hot, dogs. hot dogs. Yeah. $1 hot dogs. I remember at the games, I'd tell Kyle, go get me a hot dog. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not paying six bucks for one when you're yeah. a student here. Exactly. So obviously you got to go that. And I mean, with the with the chicken tenders, it really could go either way with a burger. But I mean, if it was me personally, it would really have to depend on what the burger is. Because like you said, sometimes they don't make it right. Sometimes it could be too burnt. Sometimes be it could hard. be too yeah too too hard, too messy. Um, with a lot of like, the then you have to like put all the condiments on, like you have to take the bun off of the. Condiments. Yeah, whereas with me and a hot dog, I just need ketchup. Yeah, just put ketchup, and you just don't even have to open it up. It's right there. You just put it on the top. Yeah, exactly. Easy. And then with like the chicken tenders, you don't need all the condiments. You just put a little ketchup. <laughs> yeah, you just put a little ketchup on the side. Whatever, or, or if barbecue sauce if it's there. You yeah. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, maybe people don't agree with us on all that, but. It's just re- taste buds. I, yeah, because I see a lot of people get burgers at like sporting events. Yeah, and I mean, I wouldn't be like against it. Of course, I love a good burger. But if we're talking about like sporting events, I mean, I really can't. Honestly, if we're talking sporting events, I wish the burger wasn't on here. It was nachos because I see so many uh, people get nachos. I yeah. should have put that. I could have put that. Yeah. Damn. Oh, well. Happens. But uh, we're going to wrap it up for the start bench cut, and we're going to head into our final big segment other than draft day, and it is Sport of Tomorrow. Yay, it's back. This one I found, it's Ostrich Racing. I didn't find like an actual league or anything about it, but I thought it was a solid pop-up on an ad, actually. Is this in like Africa or Australia? It's actually in America. <laughs> it's it's a, mainly in America. Wow. Uh, what are we doing, y'all? This so, ostrich racing is a sport where people race each other on the backs of ostriches. They can also be rim- ridden similarly as horses with wagons or special saddles, reins, or bits. Uh, it's a contest. It's said to be harder to manage than a horse. Well, when I read that, I was like, obviously, like, what do you what do you sit on? Like, the ostrich, ostriches are scary, dude. I, don't yeah, know, I would not get fast, close to one. So I see why they're racing them. Fast, fast. But uh, before the race starts, the ostrich jockeys stretch and examine the birds in the pens, which is similar to a horse race pen. Uh, jockeys only wear helmets as their protective protective gear. Ostrich racing is very common in South Africa, like you said, and in the United States, particularly in Chandler, Arizona. It's also in Jacksonville, Florida. An ostrich in Jacksonville, Florida, an ostrich farm was opened as a tourist attraction in 1892 and became one of the most visited and known attractions in the state. Uh, Ostrich racing also takes place in Virginia City in Nevada, uh, the fairgrounds in New Orleans, uh, Canterbury Park in Minnesota, Ellis Park in Kentucky, and Prairie Meadows in Iowa. Now, it's not common for some of the riders to topple. I know it's not uncommon, sorry, for some of the riders to topple on the ground (laughs) while they're racing with their wagon or if the bird gets too uncomfortable it tries to wiggle its way around and out of the jockey's grip i can just see someone just on the i really can't even imagine someone on top of an ostrich like that's got it's a dangerous sport man it's got to be like how do you just you're brave those things like so, peck at you here's a picture <laughs> or let's just yeah let's go to images real quick so i yeah this is the wagon you're talking about i guess yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's wagons. But like I mean, that. there's also this. There's you know, 
Yeah. Most of the time now I saw that they sit on the back. They had to have some strength as an ostrich rider. Like, look, he's holding himself up on that. Yeah. Not only that, but, like, are you pulling on the bird, like, itself? Like, its feathers? Like, that's got to hurt the bird. Oh, look, there's someone that fell right there. Good. Dude, he's getting run over. He's getting (laughs) trampled by those ostriches. (laughs) Bro, I don't think I've ever, like, maybe I have, like, in a zoo. But I don't really remember ever seeing an ostrich in real life. No, they're not real. They can't be, bro. Like, look at this <laughs> I've thing. never like, seen them. Look how long that neck is. And it's a bird. What? And they <laughs> they can, can't even fly. Well, a little bit. They can, like, fly. Like, they can, like, hover <laughs> <laughs> for, like, a few seconds. And then they have to, like, go down because they're so fat. No, I've never seen an ostrich. I don't believe it's real. Only in videos. Dude, look at this. Camel and ostrich racing. Yo. Who bro, would how, win? I mean, I camel race in uh, Minecraft with that time because there's camels in Oh, there. that update came out? Yeah. I think I see that. Oh yeah, here's a little wagon. Are they they look they look like a cute couple, you know. They're just going on a ride with their ostrich. <laughs> <Their> ostrich. <laughs> that ostrich. That looks so weird. Dude, like look this... at the look at how big their thighs are, dude. Yeah. They're they're chunky Almost guys. Almost as big as mine. <laughs> Almost. Look at this. This is an ostrich on the road, bro. Dog, like they go set like seventy miles per hour, dude. Yeah, we need to start riding ostriches to, you know. Cut down on carbon emissions. <laughs> <laughs> Get a pet ostrich. Problem solved right there. <laughs> no more cars. Joe Biden make it. <laughs> Get ostriches for everything. <laughs> I mean, he is president. <laughs> My first order as president of the United States. Ostrich. Mandatory ostrich. it has got to be hard to take care of. PETA would hate us. Nah, bro, you're not eating them. No, I mean, like, Peter would hate They're harming the ostrich. <laughs> yeah. That vegan teacher, ooh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But uh, that's ostrich racing, guys. Uh, not, Very cool. Uh, I just had to put that out there, and the first pick is going to go to me. Back to normal. Just had to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> just thought y'all would want to know about ostrich <laughs> racing. <laughs> but uh, let's see. We're going to head into draft day. Best cartoon characters. We did best cartoon shows. Now we're going to do the characters because I didn't know what to do. This week, honestly, I was sitting there at my list of stuff. Like fifty like more than uh, 80% of it had check marks by it, I had to think. But uh, with my first pick, I'm going to go with SpongeBob. Obviously, got to go SpongeBob. Yeah. You know, like I'm sitting here and yeah, it's a different topic, but I feel like I've picked like these same people like over and <laughs> over again. Like I think, I think we even had, you know, like the best duos. So of course, SpongeBob and Patrick are in it. <laughs> best TV, sh- best kids shows. SpongeBob's there. Best main, we did best TV show main characters. SpongeBob was on there. It's like, bro. Dude, um, I, so I'm with, sorry. Okay. So with that, I'll pick something I've already picked before. Eric Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys please we're running out of ideas for uh these <laughs> draft yeah, i need to start like helping out man um let's see you know i'm gonna take stuff that i won't normally pick so i'm going mordecai someone nick would pick dang yeah what the freak <laughs> <laughs> man i could really just like say some crazy stuff like if i really wanted to because there's so many cartoon characters out there um you know, give me the classic Scooby-Doo, of course. Dang. Didn't yeah. think you'd pick that. Scooby-Doo-Doo. Hey, good uh, good live-action movie, too. The original. Uh, Yeah, before Cartoon Network got it. Yeah. With uh, And they made Fred name. have, like, brown hair, which made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but with my next pick, I'm going to go... Uh, hmm. Uh, okay, I'll go this one. I'll go Rick from Rick and Morty. Bet, bro. Bet. I'm going to take uh, just a goat, bro. This is a goaded cartoon character, bro. Like the start of all cartoon characters, Mickey Mouse. And the start of all cartoon characters. Well, yeah, Oswald was, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, no, I was thinking uh, this one, Charlie Brown. Dude, that came way after uh, Mickey. Charlie Brown. I thought it was like in the fifties. That was like fifty. Yeah, Mickey was ma- Mickey and Oswald were made in like the twenties and thirties. Oh, I mean, I don't know about Mickey, but I know like Oswald. Was. I'll still take Charlie Brown though. 
Charlie Brown, bro. Hey, always make sure my Christmas Brown. and Thanksgiving. We've Perfect. definitely had Charlie Brown on some other list too. I just know it for a fact, bro. <laughs> um, dang, dude, yeah, so many crazy. Give me Dora. <laughs> Dora. <laughs> You know what? You getting Dora? Give me Diego, her cousin. All right, give me, <laughs> give me Bob from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Bob from Bob's Burgers. Yeah. All right. Uh, how many picks are we doing, by the way? Because we're at five right now. I guess ten. All right. Uh, give me Timmy Turner. Nice. Give me Grunkle Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Grunkle Stan. Great character. Great yeah, character. I know. Uh, Let me think. Uh, Give me Swiper. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Swiper. No swiping. Facts. Give me... Um, hold on. Let me go to Google Images so I can get a better idea. Let's see here, bro. No, don't be getting any ideas. You probably made your own list, man. Yeah, I do have my own list. I always come prepared. Give me Bender from Futurama. <laughs> Bender. Yeah. Futurama. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. Um, mm, Would you take animated characters? No. That's uh, be cartoon. 2D. Yeah, cartoon. Dang. Um... So I already have that one. You already have that one. All right, give me a... Which one? Do I, give me... Who's more iconic? No, I'll just go this way. Give me Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Give me a baddie for whenever I was a kid, Kim Possible. <laughs> Yo, bro. She was bad. All right, give me a Tom from Tom and Jerry. All right, give me the... <laughs> Give me the host of Total Drama Island. I forgot his name. I don't know his name. <laughs> host How of... How many picks do we have left? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One more. Oh, perfect. I know my last one. Who is it? I'm going to let you pick first. <laughs> um, all right, give me... Give me Homer Simpson. Give me... Just... Oh, man. I mean, what a character this is. She even has her own theme park. Give me Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peppa Pig. Nice. All right. Let's go over this teams. Team Mike. SpongeBob. Mordecai. Rick. Uh, Charlie Brown. Diego. Timmy Turner. Swiper. Dr. Doof. <laughs> Dr. Doof is merged. Uh, Tom uh, and Homer Simpson. Team Nick. Eric Cartman, Scooby-Doo, Mickey Mouse, Dora, Bob, Grunkle Stan, Bender, Kim Possible, host of Total Drama Island, and Peppa Pig. <laughs> I don't know his name of the host of Total Drama oh, Island. I forgot it, too. It might be like Chris or something. I don't know. But uh, that I feel like is... He's a Chris. <laughs> Man, looks like a Chris. Yeah, dude. he does. Man, definitely a Chris. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for draft day. We're going to head into the post game. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, episode 56 of against the call uh make sure you check out all of our links down below instagram tiktok youtube all that and make sure you check out out of pocket sports with jay's fifth down he's killing it over there the uppercut coming at you every friday with the latest news in the ufc world mainly but also boxing uh make sure you check out all of their links as well their tiktoks instagrams everything but uh also check out our code on SeatGeek. Uh, you can use atc for 20 dollars off your first purchase uh, you can use our code against the call in all caps at www.w.gg for 10% off your next purchase. If you're feeling a little tired, just hit that up. And please just buy our merch, please. Don't joke. You just buy <laughs> we don't even like promote it. It's just like. It's nice. It's just there in a box. Right, <laughs> there. Like, right under hasn't my, moved in Right months. under my Sonic costume. <laughs> <laughs> just has not moved, bro. It's collecting dust, and we need to get on that. But, uh, yeah, as Mike mentioned with the ATC code on SeatGeek, you know, a lot of a lot of football games are going to be coming up, so we expect a lot of tickets to be bought from that, hopefully. I'm going to be using it. Yeah. I'm going to be using it for uh, UCF and something. Of course. And, I mean, the thing is, you know, with, uh, with the ATC code, uh, and football coming up, which leads me into our next thing. You know, as the 
month progresses in August, we'll hopefully, you know, we're thinking mid-August we'll be back to two episodes a week. So make sure you guys look forward to that. Of course, we're going to keep up with the one episodes a week. There's still not a lot much happening, guys. But uh, hopefully we're going to give you some really good content. Uh, a lot of our football predictions are coming up. Uh, so hopefully they pan out. Uh, you know, and hopefully some yeah. of them don't. But um, that's going to be it for this episode of Against the Call. Anything else, Mike? Uh, just yeah, you're saying with football season coming up, college obviously a lot, but uh, I, we actually we have a lot of stuff planned for NFL as well. I want to do something with uh, our fantasy league because we're gonna have a lot of out of pocket sports members in that, or we hope to have out of pocket sports members in it. And we can just keep y'all updated whether that's on out of pocket or here at against the call. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna have Mike's locks will be returning. I know y'all missed them. Y'all needed them. Yeah, bro, <laughs> you needed to hear what Mike had to say and do the opposite. <laughs> exactly <laughs> it did you right it got you money yeah. if you listen but yeah thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys in the next one hey guys we are proud to announce that we got our first sponsor dubby dubby is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash jitters or angst like other energy drinks dubby contains no calories no sugars no fillers no artificial colors and no maltodextrin make sure to use our code against the call for 10 percent off your next purchase at www.w.gg